0: this week we're off to Finca de Licho owned by a group of brothers in Costa Rica. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So I love this coffee. I first bought it. Um, back in 2007 from a Cup of Excellence auction. Seems like a very long time ago, Um, when it finished fourth. And uh, this year we welcome Licho back for the ninth time. Um, I'm super proud of it, I'm super happy uh, to, not just because it's a delicious, lovely uh, coffee, but also that it's got an amazing story behind it. Because I feel that Licho is a coffee that shows our development as a roaster over the years. Um, So as I said, we first bought it as Cup of Excellence, great way to find fantastic relationships um, and a great way to meet a grower but then we went and bought it from an importer or a a broker and they helped bring the coffee in because you know we're a small coffee buyer and then when I visited the farm I was able to go out and uh, do a deal with the farmers there uh, and be able to buy the coffee Um, and I love the fact that I walked onto the farm I met four of the brothers and we went I want to buy you coffee, it's great, how much do you want? Fantastic, shook his hand, got the heck out of there. Um, it was just a super short kind of mini conference they had and like, no, we like working with you, we like that um, it comes from the Cup of Excellence, the kind of relationship. So we jumped in the 4x4 four four and drove away. Um, that year we also agreed a European exclusivity deal with them, um, which we've been continuing. Uh, which means that we guarantee to buy a minimum amount and the rest of it goes to the US or into Japan and Asian markets. Um, so it's grown by the Aguilera brothers, no relation to Cristina, um, uh, in the province of Naranjo. It's in the volcanic northern uh, Cordilleras Corridor of the Western Valley um, and it's around about 1,500 metres above sea level where it's cultivated. Um, and the majority of the coffee, the varietal, is Villa Sarchi. Uh, which is incredibly native to the area. It's a bourbon mutation um, that's very similar to uh, Katura and Pacas and some of the other mutations that we know, um, and was found originally in the Ranjo in the West Valley. Um, it's a dwarf varietal, which means it's a very short plant, um, not being offensive to dwarf plants, we like them a lot, um, and um, normally has a much higher yield in production than bourbon would. So, double bonuses of easy to pick and more production. So I love doing snozzer in the bowl and uh, it's kind of something we've revived from this new format and it's something I'm really pleased we've actually revived because I do love smelling coffees. Why do we smell coffees? Well it gives us a precursor of what tastes are going to come through it. You can also, when you're cupping coffees that you don't know the quality of, it can give you a good idea whether they're going to be good or bad. It won't give you a definitive answer but it gives you a little bit of a clue what's going to go on. So let's get on in this one. And the first thing I can smell from it is like it's super clean. So there's no off taste in there. There's nothing that's kind of scaring me away. But I also get a real sweetness from it. And I'm kind of thinking along the lines of sugar. Um, It has a real kind of sugary, kind of chocolatey uh, kind of aroma to it. Um, But there's also something else in there that I know is in this cup, which is always exciting, is you get a little bit of like a raspberry aroma from it. Now, if you're at home, you should really get a little bowl and put a little bit of the coffee in there and just try it, just smell it, just get your nose in and see if you can get some on your nose. Hello, I'm geography teacher Steve, you join me in the staff room and every good geography teacher always walks around with a big map. So this week we're going to talk about Costa Rica or better known as the Republic of Costa Rica. Costa Rica is a country in Central America, bordered by Nicaragua to the north, and Panama to the southeast, the Pacific Ocean to the west, and then the Caribbean Sea to the east. It has a population of around about 4.9 million, and a land area of 51,060 square kilometres. Over 300,000 people live in the capital, which is also the largest city, San Jose, with a population of 333,980 in 2015. Costa Rica has been known for its stable democracy, in a region that has seen very little stability and a lot of instability. A lot of this is down to its highly educated workforce, most of whom speak English. The country spends roughly 6.9% of its budget on education, compared to 4.4% of the global average. Once heavily dependent on agriculture, it has diversified to include sectors such as finance, corporate finance, corporate services foreign companies, pharmaceuticals and ecotourism. Many foreign companies operate in the Costa Rica's free trade zones where they benefit from incentives uh, such as tax deductions. In spite of impressive growth in the gross domestic product or GDP, low inflation and moderate interest rates and and acceptable unemployment levels, Costa Rica recently has been facing a liquidity, liquidity crisis due to growing debt and a budget deficit and in the past few months the Treasury has been having difficulty in paying its obligations. Other challenges facing the country in its attempts to improve its economy by increasing uh, foreign uh, investment include poor infrastructure and a need to improve public sector efficiency. This coffee is a honey process, which is a little like the pulp natural method. So the fruit is removed from the seed of the coffee cherry um, and then left to dry. The main difference is there is no water involved when the cherry is removed, whereas in pulp natural there's often water involved, so the mucilage sticks to the bean. This can be dangerous, but it's necessary in these parts of Costa Rica where water is limited. In this area of Naranjo, water is a precious commodity, so this method suits the location super well. The coffee ends up clustering whilst drying, so there is so much mucilage that holds it together. So the coffee either needs to be turned regularly to stop this happening, or has to be broken up. Over-fermentation can happen at this stage, so you can end up with a not-so-good cup, but the Aguilera brothers are so well-versed in this method and they have some of the most, some of the most, fantastic um, uh, honey-processed coffees in Costa Rica. Are you tired of doing this repeatedly out the day, tamping your coffee? Then worry no more. Here is the Pug Press. So what is the Pug Press? The Pug Press is a tamping device where, if you can get the camera there, you can see we can change the amount of pressure that is applied to the puck. And the amount, um, and you've got a cleaning cycle there, a little on off button on the back. And it's basically for tamping. Now it seems like a lot of pressure, a lot of money and a lot of time to go to, to have a machine just to tamp. But what it gives you is consistency. And one of the biggest problems with espresso is consistency. Should you buy one at home? Well if you have 720 or 740 pounds lying about maybe you shouldn't still because I think it's perfect for the coffee shop environment where you're spending thousands of pounds on an espresso machine and grinder for consistency if your tamping is letting you down because this is too hard then that's not going to be very good but for home how many times do you tamp a day? what this can do compared to this is reduce RSI injuries. Um, there is a thing as, such a thing as barista arm, where people get repetitive strain injury from constantly tamping. Um, so for a coffee shop, fantastic. For home, nah. So because we've used the Pug Press uh, earlier, I've made an espresso of this coffee uh, and I'm going to dive in and, uh, mm. So, when you're tasting this coffee you can see why it's become one of our most popular coffees because it's just sweet It's sweet and it's balanced and it's got a thick mouthfeel to it Um, You get like a little bit of chocolate, but it's complex as well So you get a little bit of cherry Um, and a little bit of kind of like depth to it and I get a little bit of raspberry in there as well that kind of really runs through, so. It's a fantastic coffee. Listen, thank you for watching. Thank you for joining me. And um, what's the saying that I do again? Life's too short for bad coffee.